Hello, my name is Mrs. Henry. <laughs> My name is Mrs. Melanin. And I'm Belief Mel. And we're here with episode 207 of How, How Married, Married Are, Are you? you? Okay, my name is Belief. This is Yvette. We married 13 years. Living in California. We got four, four kids. kids. Relationships scary. It's very necessary. Shall our struggles. We ask How, How Married, Married Are, Are You? Every Tuesday and Thursday, shawty. If you're listening, you're in the wedding party. It's okay if you want to put your hands up. We got the questions, we got the answers. It's chocolate baby story time. Chocolate baby story time. It's, it's chocolate, chocolate baby. baby story time. One, two, three, and. It's chocolate baby story time. Uzi last night, man. Mm. We tried to tell that man. I wonder how he was this morning getting him to school. You know what? When we walked up to class, there was a, J a junior kindergartner in his class freaking out. They did not want to leave their mama. And he just walked right and zipped into line. I was like, okay. Oh, okay. But he was kind of slow this morning. Yeah. But last night we were trying to get Uzi to go to bed and I wasn't feeling well. So she went to sleep early and he didn't have his compadre. <laughs> so he was freaking just lit by himself mm -hmm. he was down he was like singing he was singing no don't worry about a thing he was just every little thing's gonna be all right like he was singing like and just, i was like every little thing's not gonna be all right when it comes morning time mm -hmm. and we try to tell him and so uh he came downstairs like two more times mm -hmm. and this morning when he woke up he just was so lethargic and mm -hmm. it was sad to see but, yeah. yeah. Um, so Anaya, I have I took her braids out. <laughs> it was long overdue, but I took her braids out, and um, she has not been wanting to like get her hair like styled or braided or anything. She just wants to wear her natural hair, and I feel like that's so beautiful. Yeah, I like love that she's just wanting to rock it. She's really proud of her coils. Um, I actually have an appointment with her next with for her next week to get like a trim, like a trim. But also the girl specifies in like or specializes in cur like coils, oh, okay. like getting her curls to pop. Um, but this morning I was like, hey, your hair is all out. People get whatever. And I was like, you need to tell them like if you if they start to touch your hair or anything you need to say please don't touch my hair if that's something you mind like if you mind them touching their hair it's okay for you to say please don't touch my hair because she's very um accommodating sometimes yes. to people and it's kind of frustrating so i was trying to give her that language to say and then she goes well what if what if we play duck duck goose <laughs> like, that's a good question in that case it's okay if it's okay with you otherwise just tell them hey don't touch my hair all the way just go you know, like mm -hmm. or whatever. And I was like, she's so funny. But Raya was like, mom, I've done that and people don't listen. But mm. yeah, it was actually a really fun hair day in the this morning because the boys, you know how they all use their sponge. Yeah. So everyone, I was spraying everybody's head and then Raya was doing the sponge and Theo, I had to do the sponge on Theo and Uzi. But apparently after I did the sponge on Theo, he like brushed his hair out. Yeah. Baby, you got to do something about him. 
Like, I think I think you should just cut his hair off because if he's not going to like sponge it and stuff and make it look good, then he don't need to have that hair on the top of his head. Yeah, I think Theo, you know, he cares a lot about what people think. Right. But he's not making it look good. I know, but he doesn't. He wants to be accepted, I think. I don't know. It's something going on with him. I can't He's going it. through puberty. Yeah, it's whack. Yeah, if you guys have any book recommendations, and this is a very genuine request. If you have any book recommendations on, like, parenting through puberty for boys specifically and even for girls specifically or just for children in general, that would be super helpful because these mood swings that we're experiencing and this new level of awareness that we are encountering is just... Whack. It's new territory for us, and he's the oldest, and you know we gotta we gotta figure it out because we got two more boys coming behind him and a girl. Yeah. So help us out if yeah. you have really good recommendations, send them our way. Yeah, the 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 boys are gonna. I think when the boys, as the boys are ushering in, it's gonna feel like the kiddie pool, and then when Anaya goes through, it's gonna be like. <laughs> Tsunami. <laughs> Especially if our cycles align. Oh my god! Because she does. She's already. She's already. Like, are you sure you want to tell me to do that right now? Because <laughs> I don't want to do it. You know that. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, do what I said. Yeah. Anyway, man. Um, yo, if you are watching us right now, um, we need you to do two things. One, hit subscribe, okay? Because the channel. Uh, needs more subscribers if we're going to blow up like we're going to blow up. You know what I mean? And shout out to um, our team, man, who's been taking care of us and posting some content that's been doing pretty well. Um, old episodes. Them old episodes are uh, man, they're pretty toxic. Some <laughs> conversations we used to have. So they're going viral. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, but look, if you are watching us um, right now, we want to say thank you so much for supporting, thank subscribing. You. Make sure you like the video, uh, which is cool uh, to do. And if you could also, if you're a listener, please give us a review, five-star review on Apple, Google, whatever, Spotify, whatever you're watching us on. Um, we're super grateful. Um, and make sure to... Um, yeah, you like turn on your notifications and stuff like that because we are posting more short form content. Um, yeah, Yvette, it has a really amazing retreat coming up for moms. I do. Um, May 10th through the 12th is going to be a mom's retreat in Carefree, Arizona. I would love for you all to join me there as. Um, well, not all of y'all. It's only 25 people. Oh, yeah, that's come. true. <laughs> it is, I am reserving it for 25 women. I'm trying to keep it intimate so that we can really experience um, connection and retreat. You know, like I want us to be able to rest and refuel so that when we return to our families, we're not exhausted and depleted, you know? Mm -hmm. So this is a great opportunity for you to have a scheduled filling of the tank um, when you, or, you know, this year. <laughs> Just in case you're someone that doesn't do a good job at yeah. planning your own time. Um, all Not all expenses will be covered, but you will have, should I tell them what they get or no? Well, you get a lot. You get a lot. There's a lot that's going to happen. There will be very minimal costs there when you get there. So the package is like full, except you will have to pay for your flight to get there if you are not in Arizona. Or you could do um, get all your other mamas together and plan a road trip from wherever you are to get to 
Arizona, that would be fun. Yeah, as if well. you guys are in like a group of moms, yeah, um, and you want to go together, I think that would be a great opportunity for you to connect with your village in a on a deeper way. Yeah. So, because uh, there is an opportunity to share a room, you can get a room by yourself, or you can share a room with a friend. So. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So make sure you sign up on Yvette. Did you already say? Yeah, that? I didn't say that. You sign up on Yvette's on. <laughs> Sign up on my email list. Go to EvetteHenry.com and you will find a way to sign up there. Um, hit me up on in the DMs on Instagram at Mrs. Melanin if you are interested in hearing more details. I'm definitely going to be rolling out all the things here soon. Um, this week we are scheduled to lock in. Well, by the time y'all listen to this, it probably will already be locked in. The details will be shared. So just make sure you're on the email list so that you can hear first, because again, it is only for 25 women and, um, I expect them to go fast. (laughs) Yeah, I do. I expect them to go fast. Lord. Thank you. Jesus name. Amen. (laughs) No, they will go. Yes. Um, the, the, the retreat is amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, the amount of breath work that you were able Mm -hmm. to do, the, uh, -hmm. the meditation, prayer, the prayer, the food, like everything. Quiet. Yeah. Very yeah. peaceful and serene. And so, um, yeah, I'm excited for y'all. Anyway, back to the the reg- regularly scheduled program. Yes. I don't know if we did this email already, but let's read it. I don't think we did. Okay. Um, hey, y'all. We have to skip the pleasantries. <laughs> I love that. She's like, I'm going to have to skip the pleasantries. I need help. Or at least to be able to say this in to an unbiased person. I no longer want to be married to my husband. We got together at 18 years old, and at the time, I thought this would be a summer fling. I showed him a lot of bad about myself, and he still wanted to stay. We were young, and I had no other romantic prospects, so I stayed in the relationship. A few years went by, and my mother and I had a terrible argument. The argument escalated, and she told me to move out. I don't think she was serious, but I packed my stuff with no place to go and left. My husband, who was my boyfriend at the time, told his mom, and she allowed me to move in. I am so grateful to this woman for helping me. During this time of living in her home, I worked multiple jobs and saved my money so I can move out. I finally was able to start the career of my dreams, and from the first check, the from from that first check, the difference in our income was drastically different. When we were 28, so this is 10 years later, when we were 28, he proposed, and I accepted. I could no longer live in his mother's home along with his brother's family, so I found a place for us. A part of him did not want to move, and his mom even tried to get us to stay. A year later, we got married, and about three years later, we had a baby. After Okay, so a year later, they got married, so that's 29, and then three years later, they had a baby, so that's 32. But they, were get, they, were, they were together 10 years before that? Yes, so they got together at 18. Mm, okay. Okay. Um, after having the baby, I began to have feelings of leaving this marriage. I was able to use time I had saved up to stay out of work for seven and a half months in this time while being extremely stressed began while being extremely stressed began to realize I do everything. And if I do not have this career, we would be destitute. My husband has been working the same meaningless part-time job since college. He has added another job every now and then, but just quit them. For one reason or another, he also had dreams of being an actor and bringing in money doing extra work. My husband lives in a fantasy world and the thought he was going to go on set and the director would see something in him. Then, boom, he is number one on the call sheet. Me personally, I do not believe he is a good actor and have gotten him lessons. 
When the classes ended, he stopped going. He does not practice. The pay from the job he is at is only enough to pay the light bill and help with the baby. Now my baby is almost two. Okay, so 34. And I work, so 34 minus 18. This has been like 14 years, right? 16. 16? No, no, 14. You're... No, I don't no, know. No, 16. My math is off. Um, now the baby is almost two and I work a minimum of 10 hours a day, but get offered a lot of overtime. Um, prior to having a baby, I would do so much overtime on my off days. I am the main provider. And when I get home, I still have to cook clean and be a good mother. The last few months I have been having dreams of my husband suddenly dying. So I don't have to be the one to get a divorce. This is serious. (laughs) (laughs) And you want to know what's so like I this I haven't had those types of dreams, but I understand. I thoroughly understand. This sounds horrible. I know, but I am not happy about I'm not happy with our arrangement. My husband doesn't this like that is avoidance to like top notch. I stopped listening after you said I understand. (laughs) What? Do you understand? Babe, it's not about you, but I have, you know, other relationships where I'm like, what if uh, they just whatever? Uh, okay. And then I don't have to deal with this anymore. You know, yeah. um, this sounds horrible. I know, girl, I, I can relate. I, I don't even no judgment zone. This sounds horrible. I know, but I am not happy with our arrangement. My husband doesn't even have to make as much as I do. But if he could bring in at least half of what I make, I would like that. I would take that. I also feel like since he isn't making money, he should do all the domestic work. I should never have to cook or clean on the days I have to work. Okay, you lost me. His mom helps watch the baby, and when he is off, he drops the baby off so he can spend hours in the gym with his friends. He will see me. Okay, so he's fit. He will see me come home so tired. (laughs) So tired, complaining about being weak, and he will be playing video games. On a workday, I wake up at 4.30 a.m. in the morning to be to work by 6.30 a.m. Work is 7 to 5 most days. I may do overtime until 9 p.m. I go to bed and I go to bed 11.30 to 12. Dang, that's late. I don't know how long I can continue supporting him. I'm at a point where I'll rather just be by myself. Mm-hmm. Also, not going to lie, when I see a good-looking, hardworking man, I imagine myself with him. Mm. There is also someone at my job I am very attracted to, but I fight the urge and stay away from him. I don't want to cheat on my husband or get a divorce. I'm just tired of being the main provider. Also, let me add, he is an amazing father. I just don't think that will be enough for much longer. Ooh. So she is about 34 years old. That is 16 years. I don't know what I was thinking. 16 years together. That is a lot of time invested into this relationship. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we're both stumped. I feel like... The only thing if I you feel... can animate like some smoke coming <laughs> off my head, like, oh my gosh, what did I just read? So, so here's the thing for me. The, the, the information, the additional information that I wish I had was what conversations have they had? Mm-hmm. It's obvious that she has invested into him by getting him into acting classes. If that is something he really desires to pursue, it doesn't sound like he's been 
like really pursuing it like he would need to in order for the boom factor to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and obviously, so she said, so they've been married about four to five years. Is that what I'm tracking? Because they, mm-hmm. when she was 28, yeah, no. Mm-hmm. That's right. Okay, so he, she was 28 when they um got, got engaged. engaged. So, yeah. Okay, I'm right. You know, so my question, I think my main question is, what have the conversations been like? And ah. even still, though, his 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 behavior is indicative of. Babe, I, I, can I can I talk? I feel like you're about to go off on the man. I am. Go ahead. You don't feel like. <gasps> Sorry. You didn't even do the thing. I couldn't. Like, you don't feel... Where's the button? Uh, <laughs> I couldn't gracious. find a button. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Brandon shaking his head. So look, <laughs> look, you don't feel wrong. Yeah. You don't, you like that? You like the way that feels? Mm. I can't do that. I can't watch that. I can't be around that. I can't work out with you. Mm. How about we... Um, how about I um, what is it called when somebody uh you you need a, somebody to help you with your set? Spotter. Yeah. How about I spot you a job? <laughs> <laughs> How about we spot a? Because this is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You this is ridiculous. You can't. You can't run that. You that can't be your life. And I believe I believe you need a new husband. Maybe the same guy, but a different, but a different version. version. Because the, the the version you got right now, if this is all, this is only from one perspective, mm-hmm. right? If this is all true, no way. We can't move like that. Because there is a there is a level of like, well, uh, there's a couple things. I feel like she does sound like a victim. I never wanted to get married. I, I wasn't, in, I thought it was going to be a fling, da 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 like it seemed like circumstances, like she allowed herself to get to that point, because it is like she wanted to be able to do it in the beginning. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But she got herself in the house with him. She got herself in, you know, I don't know how you spend ten ten years with somebody you don't want to be with, and then he proposes, you say yes. But I guess what gave you the what told you that it was you were supposed to marry him? Like what about his character? If he's had the same job since college, they got married in 28, at 28, he gets out of college, what, 22 maybe if he graduates on time. So he had the same job for six years, and you and he proposes, you say yes. What was the guarantee that he was going to change? Mm. That's the question. Like there was no growth over the period of 10 years. Mandatory renegotiation of terms. Yes. Mandatory. Mm-hmm. I can't be here because of this. I know I let it last too long. I know I didn't say anything. I know I didn't. I know I should have had more boundaries. I know I should have spoke up. I'm sorry, but I cannot do this anymore. Mm-hmm. And if you want to stay together, I need to see changes in this way. And this is this is a non-negotiable. Mm-hmm. I should have. I wanted. I've been. I would tell him the truth. I've been thinking about my life without you, and it looks better than what I I'm getting. And it looks better than what you could even change to. Ooh. So if you haven't fasted and prayed 
about what your life looks like right now and change your like and think about new friends to have, you're gonna have to change your whole situation because we cannot, I cannot do this. I deserve better than this. Ooh, I deserve better. Our children deserve better than this. Mm-hmm. You may be a great father, but if our father, if our children, if our sons become a man like you, mm. we fail. Mm-hmm. Personally, mm-hmm. that's me. <laughs> now, don't say it like that. <laughs> Because I have no grace involved. Because this seems like an emergency. But how do you get to this point? How she get to this point? I'm trying to figure that out too. Because I feel like if I were having conversations with you such that I was like, hey, like I need I need something different. I need you to um show up for me and our family in this way. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. Even the fact that he doesn't care enough to try to help out with the domestic duties. I don't believe he has to carry all of the domestic duties, but I do think he should be trying to lighten the load. Like you shouldn't be working 10 hour shifts and he's spending the whole day at the gym and you have to come home and cook. And then he's dropping the child off when he's off. Like, I just feel like there is a a level of um, neglect. Yeah. And the truth of the matter is if someone were like, if a child, Neglect is actually a, a a basis to take away a child, isn't it? If you call CPS, what are you saying? <laughs> I'm just saying, in the parent-child relationship, neglect counts as a reason to part ways. Mm-hmm. In a marriage, I have a hard time with divorce. Oh yeah, I'm not talking about divorce. Yeah, I'm not I definitely talking about think you need to divorce this version of him. He needs to show up better. For he you. needs to divorce the version of himself. Mm-hmm. She don't got to divorce nothing. I'm saying like the, the 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 practicality of him making this big of a leap, being having 34. I mean, he lived with his mom and he wanted to stay with his mom, with his wife, with his lady. He lived with his mom and he wanted to be married with his mom in his mommy house. Mm-hmm. That's a red flag for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Unless they they got a huge house and they got different sections and they get a wing, it's different. Mm-hmm. But if you just but it sounded like the other the brother it's that might be a cultural thing because it sounded like his brother and their family was living there too. Yeah, probably. Yeah, but like you you could do way better than that, bro. You in your second childhood. Nas got a song called Second Childhood. Listen to it. You and your second childhood, okay? Explain what that is, though. It's just like he he refused to grow up. Oh. He refused to grow up. And, like, as a stay-at-home father, like, I understand the value of being a great father, but it doesn't negate the, the burden of being a husband, mm-hmm. right? And I'm not saying that being a husband is a burden, but there's just a calling that it doesn't stop at who you're taking care of below you. It's also about... Allowing your wife the space to be a woman. Mm. Like she don't even have time to be a woman because she's a breadwinner, a mom, and a and a, and a wife. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Were you going to add something? Mm-mm. So I, Yvette, are you going into the passive, non-confrontational? Well, it's... This is like, this is why people, okay, so I'll just take it here. This is why it's really important to have like, well, 
I didn't do it. But I did have it in my mind subconsciously. Oh, <laughs> but like the whole dating to marry list, for me, one of the things that attracted me to Glenn when um, we were dating is that he had leadership to submit to, that he was open to wisdom, that he valued having a mentor couple and just things like that. And I feel like men like this don't have that. They don't have accountability. They don't have someone who is pouring into them. They are just worthless. Oh. Not worthless, but like. You said it. I like that. No, it's not nice. Who cares? <laughs> if this was me, you would not be talking to me nice. You know what's crazy is I just took the Enneagram test again. And uh, it was that one of the questions was on a scale of inaccurate to like very accurate. You like to tell people the truth. And I was like, it depends on who it is. Because mm-hmm. you got the smoke for me. But yeah, so I just feel like that is a very important women. Like when you are dating someone or potentially about to marry someone, do they have mentorship? Do they have access to someone who is going to call them to the carpet when they are acting shady? Um, Because I feel like his behavior is indicative that he does not have that. And so for me, in this case, this is when I would be calling Glenn's people. (laughs) Like if this were behavior that like if Glenn were behaving in such a way that was somewhat aligned to this and I'm having conversation after conversation with him at some point I'm calling or texting his people, his mentors or the people who I know pour into his life. And I'm like, yo, get your boy, because if you don't get him, I'm out. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like I feel like that is. What's missing here? And that's what I would tell her to do. But yeah. I think even before you get the list, the day to marry list, the the pre-rental advantage, the advantage, the whole course, mm-hmm. I feel like would have snuffed this out yeah. easy. Because we're talking about what true. roles are we going to play in the house? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There Very was a true. point where now when I first met Yvette, I was broke, but I wasn't broken like mm. that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. I didn't have money, but I still had drive. I was teach. I was finessing a math tutoring gig, and I'm not good at math. <laughs> I was teaching kids algebra tutoring, and I was all, all the kids failed. <laughs> no, they didn't. Did I they? promise you, all them kids no, failed because I didn't know what the heck I was doing. But oh I figured gosh. it out so that I could get my little check. And something happened with my job where I, I lost my job. They probably was, had funding. It was issues. right in 2008. It was like mm-hmm. right during the recession. So I was like struggling. But when I did get my job back, I had to bike from Oceanside to Solana Beach. Mm-hmm. I had to bike to the train station and then I had to take the train all the way down to Solana Beach and bike from Solana Beach to La Jolla mm-hmm. on a mountain bike. I wasn't even on a road bike. Mm-hmm. Like, and if I was like, you could borrow my car, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When I don't need it. And I was like, bet. You know what I'm saying? But it wasn't like I'm sitting here like, waiting for you, like picking you up from work or anything mm-hmm. like that. Like you can't, you can't do that. <laughs> I need you to correctly address and say, Hey, here's the standard for what I want. Mm-hmm. Here's the standard for what I expected of you. And I didn't expect my life to look like this. Yeah. And I think you could do better. Yeah. I think our children deserve to see you in a better light. You know, um, I wouldn't, I, I would, I, I do want to kind of call you to the carpet too on letting it last for so long because you could have been having this conversation years before, like years before 
you even had the baby. You know, I don't even know if you would have. You you would give me timelines. Hey, <laughs> how long are you gonna be doing this again? What's the plan? I'm a huge fan of timelines. Hey, what's the plan though? I the am plan is this, fan. and after this, okay. So how long are you gonna do that for? About five years. Okay, cool. Hey, it's been five years. <laughs> Still doing it. I don't even let him get to it's been five years. I'm more like, like you got a year years. coming up. So yeah. what we doing? Like, yeah. how are we moving? Yeah. I do think that that is a valuable thing to do because I feel like you've given him, what did we say, 16 years? <laughs> you've enabled him for that long, right? So there is an element of grace that needs to be extended, that can be. It doesn't have to be, but that can be extended his way. And so I think sitting him down, having his mom take the kid for maybe like a couple of nights, you guys having a renegotiation of terms, like this is what I'm feeling. I know you may not like to hear this, but I'm imagining my life without you because my life with you hasn't been grand. Mm -hmm. And I've been working my butt off to provide for us and I'm exhausted, I'm tired. And so I'm envisioning another man being able to take care of me better than you. So I don't wanna move into divorce territory I do believe we can do better. This is how we can do better. Or like helping him. Okay, you got three months to get a job that actually like helps out. Mm -hmm. That is making at least half of what I make in this household. But here's the thing too. If she's the breadwinner, if she divorce him. He broke. She gonna have to pay child or she alimony. Gonna, she gonna have to pay him. <laughs> <laughs> it's cheaper to keep her. It's cheaper to keep him. Babe... What? I don't know. What, 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 That's why you should get a prenup. What was wrong with I what was wrong with <laughs> I said? Just now. I don't know. I don't know. There's nothing wrong with it. Okay. Maybe he's maybe he'll just go live with his mom. <laughs> I, I I'm just I'm this I'm like And the fact that your mom can see this happening, like I would hope that my mom would be like, "Girl, get yourself together." You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. my parents call me out a little bit. Something. I'm trying to think what I my would probably, dad... I would call my kids out for sure. Oh, you know I would call my oh, kids out. Oh, you would have no mercy. I would I, <laughs> I would definitely do that. My dad would probably really try to communicate well too, but I'm not I don't I can't even see myself getting in a position where I'm mm -hmm. I'm like I would more be I would die of the stress to figure out what to do before mm -hmm. I do nothing. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yikes. Okay, so Man, did I overreact? Um, I don't think you overreacted. I think um, what? I I do think there is something about she doesn't have any belief in him, as well. Because what she, has he given her to believe in? Well, he said he wants to be an actor. She said he's not good. I know that would be like me you rapping. You saying, I want to be a rapper mm -hmm. and allowing, that's not only embarrassing you, that is a reflection of me. Yeah, but you don't know if I got bars or not. Excuse me? You don't know if I have bars or not. You don't know if my rap songs are good. I do. You don't even listen to other songs like that. Yes, I do. No, you don't. I at least listen to them once. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so like you, but you're not a standard of like what I'm, what I know is good. I mean, but acting, we've all watched enough movies and television to know if someone's good or not. So there is a way for her to be able to say there's a difference between like, actually, I won't diss that person like that. I mean, Terrence Howard, like, is the same character in every movie 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I wouldn't say he's a good actor. He plays the. He feels a, a he feels a hole that is missing mm-hmm. in a role. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. And and no disrespect to Terrence Howard. You this know, it's gonna saying? be the clip that goes viral. Yeah, <laughs> Terrence gonna be in a, in a uh, episode or in math an interview. Math, yeah, <laughs> math ain't math, man. <laughs> Terrence Howard, if you ever see this, please join us on How Married Are You? No, please don't. <laughs> we're good. We're good. We're good. We respect you. We respect we you. We respect you, yes. I watched, uh, what's that show I used to watch? Empire. Empire. Empire, yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. What was that? Brandon making background noise. This dude forgot he was on a set. <laughs> <laughs> um. I, I, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I keep thinking about like just being in relationships for children versus not being in relationship for the children. Yeah. I feel like that's a whole thing. It a is. Whole conversation in and of itself. Yeah. Do you think that's right? I don't think so. Why? Why are we? Why are we so against divorce right now? For her mm-hmm. and her situation. Mm-hmm. Because I do believe if he had somebody to come alongside him, it could get better. Like, there is a possibility for better. Her life is not in danger. Her mental health is in danger. Her heart, like... So kind of her life is in danger? I guess her, her kind of her life is in danger. Um, mm, that's an interesting point. Well, I'm, I'm not making a point. I'm just asking a question so we can make sure that we are solid on what we think. Because I would say that I'm against divorce in a situation because I do feel like some of this was enabled. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it could have been prevented. Mm-hmm. It, this is just from the email, but having certain conversations that are like, uh-uh, this ain't going down like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think it would have been easier to notice and say, you know what? This individual, he loves me, da, 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 but he doesn't have enough to support me. He's a really great friend. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But he's not husband material. Mm-hmm. And so now that we're in a situation I think it's one thing to make a decision. It's another thing to make the decision right. You know what's interesting is I was um, listening to an interview with a woman who recently got divorced. And her husband is like a really good friend. And they do a really good job partnering in raising their kids. And she was talking about how them getting divorced brought out the better like of the each other Mm. you know what I mean like it allowed him to excel it allowed her to excel in their own persons if we get divorced I couldn't be your friend really nah I slash your tires I don't want you to have no good day (laughs) what you leaving me for just joking (laughs) I'm just joking I'm just joking we're not getting divorced no absolutely not but I but I you know I'm a great friend sometimes how married are you? <laughs> <laughs> um, how married am I? Um, I swear I'm a good wife, y'all. I don't know, though. You got to start writing them down again. I really do as they come and happen. Mm-hmm. Oh, I had sent Glenn a text. I'm so married. That I had sent Glenn a text the other day because I was going to um, Target. And I was like, hey, I got to pick up some toiletry items what toiletry items do you need? And he didn't respond. And I had noticed that he was low on body wash, so I got him some body wash. That was very thoughtful. And I got him a new loofah 
because he don't be cycling out his loofah. What is? And I got you the kind of loofah you like because I noticed. Yeah. I had been buying you the ones that I like, and you would go and get yourself the other kind. And I was like, okay. You bye. Are, why does every time you give me a hummer, are you it like fifty percent of the time it comes with a roast? Does it? You be slighting me. What did I you do? You put my business out there. Tell people I don't change my loofah. That's like telling people <laughs> you don't change your drawers. <laughs> All right, so well, you be walking down the streets uh, with, with no, no drawers on. on. How married are you? Um, I'm so married that every night Yvette asks me. She's in the bed already, and she asks me to go get her head wrap, <laughs> do rag or whatever from the bathroom mm. and bring it to her. It's approximately like 15 <laughs> feet, maybe less. Mm. And I go walk over and I grab it and I give it to her. Every night. I'm in the bed too, mind Babe, you. Babe, is it every night? I don't know if it's every night. Is Any, every it, night that's I'm home. an exaggeration. Every night I'm home, you ask me to get something <laughs> from the bathroom. So the morning. Because it'd be cold. Yesterday morning, Yvette was like fussing at the kids when I have their room clean or something. And I just grabbed her. <laughs> <laughs> I took her head wrap and I just snatched it off her head. He was making, I think you were making up the bed. And I guess it occurred to you then or something. I was like, I'm about to have to and go. And so I'm in Anaya and Uzi's room, and I'm like, I their room is just ridiculous. Yeah. And so all of a sudden, Glenn comes in, and he just starts untying <laughs> the head wrap off my head. I'm like, what is going on? And I just snatched it off, <laughs> and I and her head just stayed there. Her hair just stayed right in place. <laughs> and so I, now I'm looking crazier <laughs> talking to these children. And I just put it right on the headboard. Oh and then gosh. that same night, yeah. she got up to go to the bathroom to get it because yeah, she didn't did. want to ask me. She was like, oh, my gosh, it's right here. <laughs> I actually made it all the way to the bathroom Yeah. when I realized, oh, yeah, Glenn put it where it, was, where it could be. Yeah. All right. And that's, that's just, just how, how married, married we are. are.